Hi, I'm Noelle. And I'm Mariana. And this is The, the Bliss, Bliss Project. Project. We decided to start this podcast to share topics and information we are both passionate about. And our intention is to share a positive message as we dive into wellness, spirituality, self-love, alignment, and how life evolves along the way. And while having fun, of course. So join us each week as we connect, explore, and grow with one another and you. Hey guys, welcome to episode eight of The Bliss Project. We are so excited today to have Katie Hess from one of our favorite companies, Lotus Way. If you're not familiar with the company, they are these amazing flower essences. There are elixirs, there are mist, there are just oh, so much goodness and I can't wait for her to share uh, her story and her journey with you. So enjoy. All right. Hi, guys, and welcome to The Bliss Project. Today, we have Katie from Lotus Way joining us as our guest, which we're really excited about. Say hi, Katie. (laughs) Hi. So good to be here. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for coming on. We're really happy to have you, and and thank you so much for your time and being here with us. I'd love if you could maybe just start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and Lotus Way, so people who might not know what your company is could, you know, understand that. Yeah, so I call myself a flower alchemist, which is basically a self-appointed title because I wasn't sure what to call it, um, of finding ways to use flowers to help us, you know, how you hear in alchemy, like turning metals into gold. It's like turning the chaos inside of ourselves into treasure with a little help from flowers. Um, So I'm super passionate about uh, all things flowers in the healing power of the botanical realm and how to reconnect each one of us to that world so that we can feel like we have so much more support these days. Lotus Way is the name of a company that I've been running for quite some time. I've been working with flower remedies for over 20 years. The first 10 years I worked with people only doing one-on-one consultations. And then this second decade has been about how do I scale, grow a company, grow a team, reach more people because the beauty and magic of flower remedies is something I've never seen uh, before. So I want to reach as many people as possible. Oh my gosh, I, I so love that. And I so appreciate your products because I have personally been using them now for a couple of months and I've used flower essences before and kind of phased in and out, but I really just can see the magic behind your products and just the knowledge that you have that goes into the different formulations that you have. And just, oh, sorry. <laughs> and just, and just to add too, like, I, I'm curious to know how this like was the right path for you. Like, how did you know that this was part of, of something that was your journey, even without really knowing, but it seems that it was something that was calling to you so organically. Yeah. I mean, it's, I oftentimes tell the story is like when I was a kid, um, I was an only child. And I remember this like particular moment when I was seven years old and I was just so damn frustrated that I was in this tiny little town in Michigan and I was an only child and I just felt like I was in the wrong place. I felt like there were, you know, there would be like a tribe of people out there that I was supposed to be connected with and I was supposed to be doing something really big, but I couldn't get connected to the right people and I was stuck in the middle of nowhere and it drove me nuts. And I used to try to do astral projection every night before I went to bed to try to like get myself to wherever I needed to go. (laughs) I can relate, I grew up in Missouri. Poor kids, right? (laughs) Um, But it's a beautiful place to grow up. And, you know, you learn how to lean into nature as your best friends. And so I took that with me. And then it wasn't really until 
I graduated college that that little feeling from seven years old, like ripened. And then I was like, okay, now I'm free. I'm done with this stupid school. And now I can do what I'm supposed to be doing that I've been longing for since I was so little. Um, so I traveled, I lived in different countries in Europe for several years in Mexico for several years, traveled, traveled throughout Asia. And I was really searching for like, what would be the thing that I could help people reach their full potential? Cause I could see, you know, my friends, uh, getting mortgage bills and cell phone bills and car bills and like not really being happy in their jobs. Yeah. And I was like, wait, 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 hold on. You know, like, first of all, I don't want to get myself into that situation right away. What do I really want to do? And also like, what is it that's holding us back? You know, because every single one of us can relate to that. Like, yeah, I know there's more. I know I could be more loving. I know I could be more fearless and bold. I know I could embody more wild freedom. It's like innately, we know as humans that this vehicle can be more. Yes. And so to find ways to accelerate that is kind of like, we're all in these little butterfly cocoons and how do we like speed up that process so that we can break out of the cocoon and fly? So long story made short, I met an expert in flower remedies from Madrid, Spain, and he blew my mind. Um, first, just being able to say like every flower on the planet has a very specific benefit for us emotionally. That alone was cool. And then he also said he felt very strongly about um, the ripple effect. And he said that if we could get 3% of the world's population to actively be working regularly with flower remedies, it would create enough of a positive ripple effect that it would change the outcome of the future of our planet. And wow. Yeah. That's amazing. He wasn't really specific about the details of what that meant. I felt like, okay, I can hang my coat on that. And um, I started a business first in Mexico and then, you know, after working with him and apprenticing and learning, and then at a certain point, I just woke up one morning and was like, oh my God, I'm in the wrong place. I need to get back to the United States. And really thought I could bring this whole modality back to the US. It's going to be amazing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Big aspirations. <laughs> I think back now, it's like if I had I only known, you know, that I would be moving to Phoenix, Arizona in 2001 in January and like the world was not ready for flower remedies or at least the United States was not <laughs> meditation was not cool yet yoga wasn't even cool you know I think people at first thought I was a fruitcake and I think I thought like oh well if they're prescribed widely by doctors in Europe it'd be great if they're on in every pharmacy in Australia great I mean even the taxi drivers here in Mexico know the difference between essential oils and flower remedies but the U.S. was like, breaks. <laughs> but this is where you come in. And this is where, you, you know, you were able to, I guess, start that journey of bringing this to, you know, the United States and making us aware of this amazing, amazing, you know, flower essence and stuff like that, which is awesome. Yeah. So in 2001, when you dropped into Phoenix, where did your journey take you? Hmm. I mean, I guess the, the two biggest things that happened in the first 10 years of living in Phoenix uh, was that first I, I met my spiritual teachers. So it's like I had already gotten like the tools in the tool bag. I knew the vehicle. This is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And this is how I'm going to do it. 
and then I sort of collided into this whole world of um, Tibetan Buddhism and meeting many teachers from Tibet and other parts of Asia and kind of hunkering down and doing my own inner practice, you know, purification practices and daily meditation, heal or heal thyself. (laughs) 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 And then also just working with clients and exploring. I mean, I took a good 10 years of working with uh, my teacher's flower essences, becoming super familiar, intuitive. I would do all these little tests. Like um, I never looked at the labels of the bottles. So when I was sitting with a client, I would just uh, listen and then I would pull out all the bottles and then tell them what the bottles were for. Or I would do that before they even came. And then I would say like, do you feel this, 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 this. And so it was almost like a self-training in can I trust my intuition? Can I trust? And then that led me um, to have enough courage to actually collect my own flower essences. And then from there, everything bloomed. Did you, when you worked with people originally, were you using just like single flower or would you like formulate things for them? Cause I know you have both now. Through yeah, I was doing it kind of like the old style method where I just had all these little bottles and then I would customize one single remedy for them, you know, put a bouquet in a bottle and then they'd come back every three weeks. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I know, like I said, from the I've used some of the single formulas and I've also used some of the blends that you have. And when I first went to your website, you can take like a little test to see like which one is the right one for you right now, which I got wild abundance, which I was super, (laughs) so I ordered the whole thing. I got the elixir. I got the oil. I was like, I am down. And it, it was really helpful because I didn't know. Cause again, especially if you start getting excited about this, you can go to your website and it can be overwhelming, but by you having a guide to be able to like help you just what you're naturally drawn to, like coming up with those questions, which it sounds like what you did with your clients was super helpful for me as a consumer coming in and learning about the essences. Yeah. It can be overwhelming at first. It's like a, it's like an enormous garden and you're like, ah, which one do I start with first? I mean, but the good news is like you said, you'll always be drawn to the ones you need the most. So in the end, it's so much easier than we think because there's that part of us that knows what we need. Even if we don't know, we know. Yeah. I think it, yeah, I think it goes back to like your point of like, you know, really, tapping into your intuition and also just grounding. Like we forget sometimes with the day-to-day and like the hustle and bustle. And like you said, you're looking at your friends and they're going through the cycle of like the bills and like nine to five and it's like the rat race. And then, you know, you've, you've come to a point in your life where you're like, I don't want that. Like I need to really just ground myself and figure out what it is and listen to, to my intuition. And, And it's so great that it ties back to nature and to grounding yourself with like all of this stuff, which is awesome. Do you have a particular, um, essence or flower that you feel is your favorite or that you recommend? Mm. There's just so many flowers. <laughs> There's so many good ones. I love flowers. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it changes all the time, right? It's like asking, yeah, what's your favorite color? Like it changes. Um, in this current moment, I have two favorites. One is a blend called Luscious Embodiment. Ah, I just got that one. <laughs> <laughs> It's like addictive. I don't know what it is about it. It's addictive and it's, and it's got so many cool elements to it. It's like um, being able to express all sides of your personality, even the ones you try to keep under wraps. So like, maybe you're afraid of your fierce side, like what's going to happen if you're like, ah, right. Or what if you're afraid of your like sexy, sensual side? Um, so like really being able to like embody all parts of ourselves as human beings 
and, and also being able to set boundaries, uh, which is really important. So I've been really into that one. And then Game Changer, I just keep going back to Game Changer. Oh my gosh. And it's like, you know, think as of the box, rapid growth and um, being able to kind of take the middle path and not get too overwhelmed, but kind of keep clipping along at a good pace. <laughs> do you tend to recommend people start with some of the blends or do you think it's important to start with like single flowering essences? That's an awesome question. Well, I would say definitely, definitely start with the blends, especially if it's your first time taking flower remedies, because we try to tackle an issue from many different angles and I want you to feel a difference. But with the blends, I am certain that if you take them four to five times a day, you will feel a difference within three to five days. It's not like, oh, I took a multivitamin and like, I think it's helping. I don't know. Right? Like you should feel like, huh, I do feel something, even if it's subtle. Uh, and then when you, we also have like kind of three levels and dilutions to the blend. So we have the first level, which is called stabilization. And that's like the blends that of the stuff we just want today. Like I want to sleep. I want love. I want to laugh. I want inspiration. I want energy. Uh, and then from there, once we're stabilized, then the next level is exploration. So it's like, okay, now that I'm stable and strong, I can dig through my closet and see if there's stuff <laughs> we looked at. <laughs> I've right? been putting but, in the back. <laughs> nobody wants to like dive into the closet right away. So first stabilize, then look in the closet. And then the third level is called liberation. That's really just sort of like freeing up the last kind of layers of, of you know, the last like cleanup. Um, so I would definitely start with the blends and then I would move into the singles after that. The singles are way more targeted, but they can be subtle, you know, you, and with certain ones of them, you'll be like after a whole week or 10 days and you're like, I don't really know what it's doing. Uh, you know, but then after a month, if you look back and you reflect, it's like, whoa, yeah, that was super impactful. Um, and then we have the monthly flower evolution program, which is a new elixir that comes out every month that hasn't been seen before that everybody takes at the same time that targets sort of like the intersection of collective consciousness and how we fit into that, how we play into that. Oh my gosh, I didn't know about that. I'm going to have to <laughs> me too. I'm like anything like because like I said, I've seen such a difference in using, you know, I did wild abundance and I've done infin infinite love. And then I also have done the luscious embodiment, which has been just the blue color. Like it's there's just some, it's got this rich, deep, like every time you like you said, you use it and you put it on, you just kind of drop in. Um, so it's been one that I really in the last like month have just I've ordered more. <laughs> what have you noticed with the flower remedies that you're using? So for me, like the infinite love, I think it's more, it's interesting. Cause when I first read about it, I'm like infinite love, but I kind of just noticed more of like an overall, like well-being in myself, like an overall, I, I don't think I had a problem as far as like self-love, but I think it just made that feeling stronger. Mm -hmm. Um, and wild abundance, you know, with some big shifts I've had going on with like launching the podcast and just some career stuff, like seeing that I'm supported through it all, like, and just feeling, not having that anxiety that I might've had in the past. Um, like I get so excited when I go to take my elixir or when I go to, like, I carry the sprays with me constantly. You can ask Mariana. I think I've sprayed us five times. Very true. Since <laughs> I am a witness of this. 
And it's amazing because she'll spray it every time I'm around. I'm like, ooh, it smells nice. I like The that. only one who, good. you know, thinks I'm crazy with it is my son who's 16. <laughs> I go in the room and I spray stuff over him and he's like, seriously, mom? But I can see a difference even in him, you mm-hmm. know, with the energy that we have in the house. So it's just been... Like I said, I've gone down the rabbit hole of using these products and I'm so excited to, you know, inner knowing is the one that was kind of calling to me. But now that you said game changer, I was like, Ooh, so yeah, I will have quite a collection here. <laughs> I'm looking to get the one for sleep because I'm a very light sleeper. And I'm also the kind of person that holds a lot of tension. Um, and even while I'm sleeping, I notice that I clench my jaw and like my shoulders are tight. And so sleep for me is like the one thing that I'm like, Oh, I need that so that's like something that I'm definitely looking into for sure right mind yeah that's a good place to start <laughs> what is there some is there like a story of like some amazing experience you had of discovering and like a flowering essence that you didn't even know you wanted to study or that took a long time for you to find just one that stands out from your experience mm-hmm. I mean there's many there's so many cool stories I mean the very first collection trip that I took um it was the animals that showed me what flowers to collect, which I mean, it has never to this day happened ever again like that. I mean, a, a black bear came out, butterflies, snakes, you know, and then they would lead me, lead me. I don't want to make it sound like a fairy tale. <laughs> they would like walk off into a patch of flowers and I would interpret that as, okay, I'll collect this one. Um, so that was really weird. It's never happened before. And then I've had some really interesting experiences collecting orchids. Um, oh, my favorite. I love orchids. Yeah. And there were some, like, just in recent, maybe the last five years, I kind of got nerdy about hunting wild orchids because they're so hard to find. And it's like a challenge. Can I do it? You know? <clears throat> um, but there's one story actually in the United States that really blew my mind. And it was, it's this endangered species. It's called the Western Prairie Fringed Orchid. And I was going to be going through that area in the summer on this huge flower lounge event tour. So months before the tour, every morning when I was doing my meditation practice, at the very end, I just leave a little sliver of time where I would kind of cast out like, hi, I'm coming. (laughs) I'm coming for you. Putting it out there. (laughs) If you want me to find you, if you want to be of service to humanity in this way, please help me find you. Because I had read that indigenous groups of people would um, sort of like tell the plants what they were needed for medicinally. And then later uh, there, there were studies done that showed that the chemical constituents in the plants would actually shift 24 to 48 hours after that request was made. Oh, wow. So there's this dynamic communication and it's mm-hmm. not related to time or space. I mean, I can tell you other stories about plants being psychic and, and knowing your intention from, you know, many, many miles away. So I thought, well, I'll just try, right? And so here we are, then months later, it's July, we're driving through in between events through the Southern part of Minnesota. And, you know, of course I had like researched all the like botanists and reached out and tried to ask them like, can you help me find? And they were all like, no, 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 no. Right, door slam, like they didn't want anybody messing with it. So I was like, well, okay, let's see if we find it. And we, we just drove down these roads where I thought it might be. And it was like field after field after field, you know, we could have been there for like weeks looking, but we literally drove down one road 
And within the first 10 minutes, I was like, oh my God, I think I see one. Stop the car. And I got out of the car and ran across the road and ran into the field. And it was the orchid. And I was like, what? Like standing there with my jaw open and and then uh, my photographer friend came running up and we're standing there. It's the end of the day. We've been driving all day and the skies were like apricot and blue and there were almost no clouds except for this teeny tiny little one above our heads. And we're just like standing there staring (laughs) at this crazy looking orchid. Like how did we find it so quickly? And the freaking cloud above our heads, which was tiny, rumbled thunder. It's divine timing for sure. It's like you were speaking to the plant. The plant was speaking to you. I know I could feel in my body. There was no head, like no doubt to me that the environment was receiving and welcoming us. And then that teeny tiny little cloud did like a five minute plunk, plunk, blessing rain. And then it, that was it. And then the full moon rose and it was like red, like scarlet red in color. And there were fireflies everywhere. It was like the most incredible thing I've ever experienced. And then we slept in a teepee and then I came <laughs> back and made the flower essence. And <laughs> it's real life magic. It's really, it, that's what it sounds like. And that's what it is because it's, it's amazing. How in those, so how do you go make the flower essence or how do you go once? So now you found this amazing flower and have had this amazing experience. How do you go about collecting the essence? Yeah. The technical term is solar infusion, fancy word uh, for basically you, you soak the flower, the fresh flower that's growing in the ground in water. Water is like a recording device. Um, Studies by Rust and Roy show that there are 440,000 information panels on every cluster of water. So essentially water is like that shiny stuff on the back of a DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, so soaking the water, soaking the flower in the water, in the sun, the sun will drive the life force energy of the flower or the information into the water. Um, and, you know, depending on what flower it is, you can cut it, you can just bend it over and then put it back if it's some kind of endangered species. And then you've got this supercharged water um, after several hours of infusing. And then you add alcohol and then it goes through like a dilution process similar to homeopathy. The more dilute it is, the more profoundly it goes into your energetic subtle bodies versus like being more of like a physical remedy. It's so interesting. Cause it's like the homeopathy thing, like the more diluted it is, the actual more powerful it is, but we always think we need more in order for it to work where it, it, it can be more subtle and yeah. have just as be just as effective that particular flower or orchid. What was that one for? Like, what did that one represent in your remedies? Ooh, yeah. It's kind of far out there. It was for, um, it is for being able to very swiftly tap into the energetic what do you call it? Matrix grid. I mean, those all kind of sound like woo woo terms, but the idea is like, okay, let's say Mariana goes to give us a talk to 1000 women in a city that she's never been in. She needs to like very quickly within the first couple of minutes, like put her energy in and feel what those women need to hear so that she can really most profoundly connect with them. 
that's what that flower does. It helps you just like plug in so you know what needs to be said. Is that in one of your remedies as well, or is it just a single? Single. Oh, can't remember that one. <laughs> I will be ordering that today. <laughs> You're gonna get like one of everything for me. That's just gonna, I know. so I can my 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 uh count not counter but my um whatever my dresser is already full, and then I have some on my altar. It's like I can find them wherever I am, any point of the day. <laughs> Easy access. <laughs> Besides the ones I'm carrying with me. <laughs> like... Katie, we also wanted to ask you how um these essences have played a role in you developing your, your business. Um, could you go into a little bit of detail and in, into that? I mean, it's sort of, to me, I feel like I don't know where one starts and the other ends. Um, I, since the very beginning, my business has been part of my spiritual path and they're linked. You know, I, I believe that any business can only ever be as good as the person who's running it or leading it at the top. And so it is my duty to the world, to my customers, community, to myself, to the, my team, that I must walk my talk and engage in as much personal growth practice as I possibly can. When did you know you needed to make that shift from working just one-on-one with individuals to leaping and creating this business? Like, was there a sign? Was it, you know, an experience that happened for you that made that switch? Yeah, I mean, I guess I would say it was from seeing so many clients transform and right in front of my eyes. And then I was stuck in this confidential setting and I couldn't tell anyone. And I was just like, what? You know, like before and after pictures, before and after videos, their first appointment, three weeks later. You know, like, how come more people don't know about this? Literally sat down and I added up on a piece of paper if I didn't take any vacations, how many clients I could see until I imagined I would die. Um, and it was 76,000 people. And I was like, 76,000 people? Like, that's, I can't, no, I have to reach more. That's not enough. I have to scale this somehow and get out of the way. So it's not just my time, you know, so that I could duplicate the efforts. And did you start with just like one elixir? Did you start, like when you started the company, did you, how did that come to fruition? I started with the first six elixirs. The first six that are there in existence right now, and you know, Joy Juice, Seven Eleven, or Peace, and so on. And I first set up at the farmers markets in downtown Phoenix. <laughs> hey, those stories always go. You know, people yeah. that start at the farmers market, and then like it's just because the product, if you will, sell it sells itself, mm-hmm. and like your passion and your knowledge behind it. Like just even for myself, when I first like just tapped into your website and learning about you. I was so fascinated just on how much knowledge you had about and how just like effortlessly you explained these remedies and like, you could just see like your feelings and passions for these different flowers that it made me, like I said, order a plethora of (laughs) product from you. Yeah. And if any of your listeners out there are contemplating starting a business, I mean, farmer's markets are great because you get to R and D everything. You get to talk to like hundreds of people in a day. And you find out what works and didn't work. You know, when I first started, it was like energy, vibration, frequency, and like that was not working. So I very quickly learned that just showing people flower photographs and saying, which one are you most attracted to? Well, let me tell you what that means about you right now and making it all about them and nothing about the actual remedy. Um, And I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't, you know, just been talking to so many people. (laughs) 
yeah, kind of put yourself out there and seeing, you know, what the best solution was to be able to build this business. And also I think too, because you're so knowledgeable, you serve as their guide. I mean, everybody's going through their own personal journey and trying to figure things out, find their way. And we need somebody that can mentor us or guide us through this journey. And sometimes we don't really even know what we're looking for, but when the right person comes along that has all of this amazing information and all this knowledge, it's so wonderful to have somebody that can really guide us through that. And that it's just great that you're able to really provide all this information about flowers, which we, we see them are beautiful, but there's so much more to them than we even know. Yeah. And I think that people appreciate having someone that's like, you know, like I can say, I have worked with every single flower in the 250 that we have in our library. Like, I know how it feels. I know that pain. I know that suffering. I know when you get to the other side, what's possible. Um, so there's no like, well, let me tell you, you know, it's like, <laughs> like the only way you really know is by going through the fire like, and having those like, oh, experiences, you know? And I think that sense of compassion is what connects us all. Yeah. When I think there's something beautiful you said earlier with like the fact that it, it is, it's subtle. Like it's not always going to be a big impact. Um, it can be, but like it's these subtle changes. And I think in a society where we always want stuff right now, um, sometimes these subtle changes are what we need the most of to get us to slow down and actually, you know, appreciate and understand what's going on within us as the changes start to take effect. Yeah, definitely. I wanted to healing crises happen too. That's oh yes, absolutely, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I think people can sometimes skip over those if they're rushing through things too quickly. Yeah, I really want to empower people to like be able to face it, you know, because the viruses are so gentle. They'll just kind of like, hi, look at this thing. (laughs) But sometimes, you know, when you when you really really want it, like you're really really ready, they just like clock you over the head. Yeah, I guess that probably has a role in it too, is like how ready you are to really make that shift or that change, um, with what you're asking for and what kind of lands in your lap when it comes to these formulas. And a lot of things too, that people forget too, is that when you're feeling that some kind of discomfort or, you know, there's that resistance, it, it really is kind of like a way that the universe is telling you, Hey, changes are coming, but you either are going to keep hitting that wall or if you're willing to step through the fire, like you're going to be able to surpass that. But like we sometimes forget and get caught up in the you know frustrations of everything. And, but it, it's really like embracing those moments of resistance and, un, you know, uncomfortable moments just to, to really know that that change is, is about to happen. You hit it on the head, embracing resistance and discomfort. I mean, I think that's like my biggest inspiration right now is because I think in our culture, we're taught to hate those parts of ourselves. You know, if we see something like really strong pop up, it's like, why is this happening? I shouldn't be feeling this way. I should be better than this. I should be more spiritual than this. I should, you know, there's all this like, ah, that we can kind of overlay on top of that. And the more that we can just kind of like, like get more comfortable with the discomfort, Mm. then we can see the other side of it, I guess. So I know that you have some other offerings that you do on your site. Um, I'd like you to talk a little bit about the smoke offering. Um, Mm -hmm. And then also like, do you still do one-on-one consultations or is that something you've stepped out of and now just have other people that do that? I haven't done a lot of one-on-one consultations in the last few years, just because running the company takes up so much energy. 
I did discover a couple of years ago that now I'm most effective if I do 10 to 15 minute consultations and they're totally radically different from how I used to do them before, which is super fun. Like I used to listen to folks for an hour, hour and a half and really like go over every little thing. And now I'll say like, okay, I don't know any of the good stuff in your life. Just give me the dirt and I'll have like the whole kind of organ of flower, like single flower elixirs in front of me. And then as they're talking, I'll say, okay, take this one, keep talking, take this one, keep talking. And it's almost like peeling off layers in the moment very quickly. Um, so we can like get all the way down to the root and then they walk away with the elixir that's like really gonna target where they're most ready to dive into. But I do that rarely and usually just in person here in Phoenix. Um, and I kind of have been in a hibernation cave, cave in the last year or two. <laughs> smoke offerings. I love doing smoke offerings. I will do them any day, all day long. Um, it's one of the most profound things that I could offer. It's um, kind of like my secret alter ego because it has nothing to do with flowers. It's a Tibetan Buddhist practice where we take sacred, precious herbs and burn them while chanting this beautiful practice on behalf of someone else to essentially it's like seven years of good luck and harmony and health and wealth and removing every every kind of obstacle that you could imagine I love that practice yeah it was I super drawn it. to that I was yeah. like how do I sign up for this <laughs> just because you're you're doing the offering for someone else it's just so selfless and so beautiful like a lot of times we get so caught up in our own things and like but we have to remember to also give the abundance back to to others and and keep others in mind because it's like, the, like you said earlier, having that sense of compassion as well for our fellow peers. And that's, that's beautiful. Well, as, as you uplift others too, you're uplifting yourself because you're uplifting the collective. And so it's making, it's making the world a better place. It's a win-win. <laughs> like, but yeah, I was super intrigued by that when I read about it. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, this sounds, cause again, it's, it's different than everything else that you offer on your site. So thank you for sharing that I will be uh, signing up. Found my little secret. <laughs> I know. I love it. I love little secrets, especially like in, there's all this little stuff in that goodness, you know? So I appreciate that so much. <laughs> and then we wanted to also ask, because we know that you um, have different essences. Are, are you working with any new essences right now and something like different ones that you're particularly drawn to? Yeah, there's always something. Um, so right now we, uh, ah, so I just tell you that like a couple months ago I hit a wall and I just was like super kind of like a moment of despair and trying to figure out like, how can I help humanity more? How can I do more? Because we're kind of in a crazy, you know, the world is in a crazy place right now. So I stayed at the office and stayed up late every night and researched all the stuff I had and looked at new stuff and, um, and during the same time, the agaves, <clears throat> the agaves in the Sonoran Desert here started to bloom. And I just became obsessed with the agaves. You know, they, they grow for like 25 plus years and yeah. don't bloom. And then the, they're finally hurrah, they bloom and then they die and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. yeah it's so, it's an amazing story of a did, plant. Yeah. Did, we went to, when we went to Sedona, we were actually, we were with a tour guide and he was talking to us about the agave plant and how that works. We're like, Oh my God, that's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. So right around that time I collected octopus agave and the century agave 
And those went into a nine flower blend with self heal and crown flower and some of these like really heavy hitter um, new flowers for revitalizing and harmonizing the subtle bodies and clearing, cleansing the electromagnetic field as a gateway to the physical body. So typically we think of flower essences as emotional, mental, spiritual, but this particular new blend called sacred body is, it's really targeting the physical body, which is something that I have never really done before but it's through the electromagnetic field. So really we're just talking about energy here, right? But the things that we're hearing are folks who, like one of the women who works uh, with me, she went deaf in one ear starting in February. And she was really concerned. She at first was like, am I going deaf? Did I blow up my eardrum? And she went to see natural practitioners, a bunch of them, and you know, did the ear candling and the oils and the hydro- she did everything and just kind of seemed to make it worse. But the natural practitioners were like, no, we don't think you're deaf. We just think it's lymphatic congestion. So she just learned to kind of get used to it to the best of her ability. And she had no hearing in one ear for three months. Unrelated, like rando, I, you know, during the same time period, I was like, I've got to make this thing. And so I gave one to everyone on my team. And it was like this funky little bottle with a little label that said special on it. (laughs) (laughs) And so everyone started taking it. And three days later, it was like crack, pop, boom, like her hearing came back. And then we realized, whoa, like this is actually clearing out the lymphatic system. And then another woman on my team, she like couldn't poop for like 10 days. And she'd had like chronic constipation for years. And she started working with this because it was just, this is the new thing. Take it, see what happens. And she was, now she's like, I'm pooping every day. So like rapid detox cleanse, harmonization of the body. I find that really interesting um, that flower essences are also capable of doing that. Something so physically. Yeah. yeah. And this came from your, like, was this the agave plant that you incorporated into this? Two agaves, uh, a crown flower that bloomed on our property. Actually, one of the agaves bloomed on our property too. So one of the front door, one at the back door, uh, self-heal and some other flowers that are, you know, related for self-healing. So this is your newest essence that you're just going to launch. Yes. And I love how you like give it to everybody in the office and like see where, you know, how each person responds differently. So you really have a true understanding of it before you actually put it out on market to market. For sure. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. See, another one I gotta get. <laughs> like, see what physically needs to move in this body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but there's so many like weird things out there, right? Like, you know, toxins in the environment, or we go out and we're like at a big party and then we come home and it's like, oh, why do I feel so weird? Or like brain fog or weird headache, or what's off about me? So it's nice to just have something to like whoop. Okay. Yeah, clear it all out. And this is one you would probably take for a little bit and then put aside. I would recommend that every single person on the planet take this one consistently for the next six months, at least. Ooh. Okay. okay. Well, sign Noted. me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and I trust it, you on this one. That's why we like, we made this huge bottle. It's like double the elixir size. And, um, and then we made it into a mist and you know how some of like most of our mists are like aura mist. You just kind of spray around you and your aura. This one is like right 
in your face, in your nose, in your mouth, everywhere. It's uh, in a base of colloidal silver, which oh. is also really protective. Yeah. It also has night blooming jasmine oil. So it's just, oh. it just smells amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Jasmine's one of my favorite. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. When does this one come out? Uh, Saturday. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, right around the corner. Get is this like, if you're in that <laughs> monthly program, is this what you would get? Um, that one, those are different. Uh, we have different elixirs lined up for each month, but we are the first folks I've told this secret to, but we are going to release in September, a special once in a lifetime only happening once a six month sacred body program where, uh, whoever wants to jump in can be connected to flower essences, yoga practices, experts, and I'm going to just jam as much content into the six months as possible to help us kind of like crack the code on our own individual wellness. Like what's the movement I need? What's the food I need? What's the uh, energy cleanse I need? What's the spiritual practice I need, right? Each of us as individuals, not like this diet is for everyone. This mm -hmm. movement is um, so really helping us tackle what is true wellness for us at an angle of coming from the energy field that we live in. I like how you're making it about empowering the individual to discover through through just their own discovery and intuition, like trusting their own intuition about what's right for them. Cause I think we can get caught up in, Oh, I got to do this because this is what worked for her. And I got to do this mm -hmm. because this is what worked for them. And then you're doing like 20 different things and none of them are working for you. Yeah. You know, talking from personal experience here, guys. <laughs> 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 I think that's where, that's where I'm at. <laughs> and then are there any other products or, or you know, that you want to talk about and like, or that they're new and that coming mm -hmm. out, like, or individual like essences that you're like, this is a, this is one that, you know, like really stands out to me. Um, we have an education program coming out uh, next week. Uh, if anyone is like really interested in taking a deep dive and learning more about how to work what's the science history, how can I use them to help me fit myself, my family um, as kind of like a self-discovery journey there yeah there's an education program coming out next week so that'll be really fun and flowers hmm. some of the things i see coming up lately are hmm, i am afraid of my own rage and anger that would be black bat or truth teller i've seen a lot of grief that would be pierce I have seen weird like dizziness or feeling unstable or unsupported or my dad abandoned me when I was a kid and I don't have like a sense of support. That would be redwood. Um, what else? Pink torch ginger flower is for old wounds from childhood. Something in our like current life triggers it. You know, maybe we fall in love and we get heartbroken or something, but it's triggering back to a childhood experience or even past life experience. Um, so those are the ones I see popping up recently. I just read about the pink one you just said today. For some reason, when I went to the website, I was drawn to that one. I was like, oh, like, cause again, I look at your website probably daily right now. And I feel like that's all maybe coming up because of, for example, this past year has been crazy with COVID and just everybody kind of being isolated and just kind of having to, a lot of people lost their jobs, so they might not feel supported and there's that. And then, then try to figure out next steps. So this seems like a lot of 
maybe tying into that. So that's so important. I feel like. Well, I have a question about maybe like anxiety. Cause I know that a lot of people coming out of this too are having anxiety about like going back out into the world and being around people again. So is there something that you could recommend for that? Yeah. Jade vine. Uh, that is coming in, in in a blend as well. Both pink torch and jade vine. I got to hurry up and get on. <laughs> <laughs> but the single flower elixir jade vine is like when we, when you feel a bit like, Oh, I don't want to go out. I don't want to see people. Oh, you know, I've been home and I don't really feel like, or like Her- you feel like other people are going to drain your energy. The hermit slash antisocial. <laughs> if it's slash- more like, what are they going to think of me? Am I going to be welcome? Uh, we have differing views on, you know, everything. Um, that would be like desert milkweed. My gosh, I'm going to literally have like to get a cabinet for, <laughs> for all these essences and then like take notes. So I know which one I need every actually, but I think I've been doing it intuitively every day and it seems to be yeah. working well. I even sprayed it in my office the other day. Um, and the guy behind the desk was like, what did you just, what is that? He's like, he's like, that smells really good. I'm like, okay, good. I'm like, just know that this is me and I'll probably be spraying stuff all day long. So <laughs> anywhere I can bring the joy. Love it. Yeah. yeah. And if anybody out there is sort of feeling like they're recreating a new future, but like not sure how to do it, inner knowing, inner knowings, like you just go one step and then you go the next step. And then you trust the next step. It's kind of like creating a whole new future. I like a like- slow reveal, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like trusting that. yourself, trusting yourself, not, I mean, honestly, that's what I've seen. I've had reflected back to me most in 2020 and 2021 is like every single person in our community who was regularly taking flower essences, they were like rooted in themselves. So rooted in their own self sense of like self-trust and knowing what was right for them and what wasn't right for them. And people were just saying like, yeah, like I see all this stuff going on, but like, it just seems like a theater. I don't feel like, you know, swayed up like a tumbling rock in the ocean by it. And that I felt like, whoa, that is such a testament to the power of the botanical realm that it can just root you into yourself and the earth. You know, it doesn't matter what's on the news or what people say is going on. If you feel rooted and safe and strong, you are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like, especially with like watching the news and what the information that's coming in, I don't say I don't pay attention. I pay attention to a certain degree, but I can't pay too much attention to it because it just takes me to a place I don't want to go. And I just choose to believe what I want to believe. And most of the time it's that I want to feel good in my day. And I want, and you know, it doesn't mean I don't run into roadblocks. We all do, but it's like, I just have a, I've really come to a place where I just have a different way of looking at things that make me feel good. And if they don't make me feel good, then I just pivot in a different direction. And the cool thing is that's not necessarily denial or like spiritual fluffing over. It's like you trust yourself so inherently deeply that if something is going wrong, you'll know. Yeah. You'll get an inner red flag here. It's remembering that we don't have control, you know, of things outside of ourselves. Right. So like just trying to keep you know, the balance with us so that the rest of the world doesn't seem so chaotic, but it's really, it really starts with us. Yeah. And like you said, it's not spiritual bypassing or ignoring. It's just knowing that, okay, this isn't the right thing for me. And I'm going to honor that in myself and I'm going to go in this direction and it's okay. You know, for so long, I thought it wasn't okay to like choose something different. And I realized, Hey, like 
as long as I feel good at the end of the day, like, and I'm making sure that people around me are like taken care of to the degree that I f- feel I can provide for them, then that's all that matters. I can't fix everyone. I'd like to try, <laughs> but kind of like you we, we make the world a better place, but you know, we're doing the best that we can, you know, with what we got. So Katie, we always like to close our podcast full circle and pretty much ask our guests to give us insight. And, um, basically just since you've pursued this amazing, you know, experience and journey for yourself as your bliss, what insight would you give our listeners to pursuing their own bliss and how do you, um, flower essences play a part in that? I would say that pursuing bliss is not something that I've necessarily had an easy time doing because I think I've had a habit of not letting myself do what brings me joy or I've closed off enjoyment or pleasure in my business, in my personal life. But what I can say is that over the years, as I've learned that joy or like doing things that I love actually brings in more money (laughs) or brings in more success or brings in more love and relationships um, that I can say with certainty from personal experience that it is a formula that works, that if you are out there listening, do what brings you joy because you will be more successful. Don't say like, well, I should do it this way or other people have done it this way. It might be safer to do it this way. Go for it, like do what brings you joy. If I had done what brought me joy, I would have like, I would have shot videos on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> instead of gone to these like spa events where I did not fit in. Um, and I probably would be more successful had I just done the YouTube videos, right? I probably would have had like so many followers on YouTube because it was the beginning of YouTube. So there's a timing to things. And I would just encourage everyone to really follow your joy and allow yourself pleasure because what's good for you is what's good for everyone. Oh, that's so good. Right Simple there. And beautifully said. <laughs> what's good for you is good for everyone. That is so, so grateful that you came on and chatted with us today and that I got to know you a little bit better besides just reading about you on your website. Yes. Thank you so much. You're for a beautiful time. soul. And I'm so grateful that you're doing this work. And we're so grateful for all of the information that you provide on your website and what you've spoken you know, on right now as well has been so informative and so great. I'm already looking into like go on the website and like finding all these essences that I feel will work for me. And I hope that our listeners are encouraged to do the same. And we thank you so much again for being here for your time. And thank you so much. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, Ariana, thank you so much. Um, you have no idea how much it means to me. Uh, it's been a long road and I remember times when people weren't necessarily open. So to have um, podcast hosts like you who are like so into it and so passionate and so interested is like such a joy and such an honor and such a blessing. And it's so fun to be interviewed by the two of you. (laughs) Such a great experience. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Peace out guys. Bye. Wow, you guys, what an amazing episode and such a privilege to have Katie on to talk to us about flower essences. I know that I've learned so much and I hope that you guys did too. And 
just so you know, Lotus Way was generous enough to give us an affiliate code. So please check that out on our website on the Things We Love page and take advantage of that. Also, if you want to find out more about Katie, feel free to check out our show notes. All of that information is also listed there. And please tune in next week as we're going to have our lovely friend, Erica Marcus, who will be chatting to us about her mental health journey, as well as what led her to practicing hypnotherapy. So tune in next week.